Definitions of a simulation have one thing in common. They all seem to point toward a model that is supposed to replicate a natural form of order, something that is directly observable. For what else can you possibly replicate? That is the crux of it all. You cannot accurately claim that reality is a simulation, for there is nothing outside of reality that can be accurately observed. To be frank, the whole thing seems like an intellectual magic trick, like something you would try to convince people of in order to keep them in a psychotic feedback loop where nothing matters and there are no consequences either way. It doesn't take very much imagination to see how it could go terribly wrong. Proponents of simulation theory often point toward the existence of mathematical complexity as evidence that we are living in the matrix. Like somehow, the existence of any kind of repeatable pattern is a prerequisite for declaring our entire embodiment the byproduct of an artificial computational framework. It is almost as though they have forgotten how mathematical algorithms are derived in the first place, from the beautiful interwoven structures found throughout nature. In the case of golden ratio, for example, just because there is a mathematical order to gravity and life does not make it a simulation. Why? Because signs of natural order do not indicate that something is artificial or simulated. It just indicates that order exists at all. Believing that reality is some kind of simulation is similar to someone looking into a mirror and believing their reflection is actually them while they are some kind of counterfeit. It's psychotic. I think this sidebars with the common notion throughout modern scientific thinking that everything is chaotic, that everything is decaying. I find it quite ironic how often the term chaotic is utilized to describe reality by a group of people who spend all their time identifying repeatable mathematical patterns in nature. It's as if they regard everything they have not understood yet as permanently chaotic, which is obviously not the case. Mathematical order is the very structure that keeps the forces of gravity and electromagnetism bound to the fabric of space and time, eventually giving rise to life. There is nothing simulated about it. Simulations are created through an understanding of physical law, not the other way around. Look at it this way. Atheism has become quite a popular belief system throughout the modern world. There is a natural resistance toward the idea of an omnipotent creator. For them it seems illogical. Reality takes form through scientific principle, not some kind of bearded man in the sky. There is no anthropomorphization of order required. It simply exists. So why is simulation theory any less illogical than religion from that perspective? Simulation requires that there is a simulator, which is no different from the logic of God. It is very peculiar to me that many of the people who previously identified as atheists are now proclaiming that reality might be a simulation. Another reason that is often mentioned as potential evidence of simulation theory is that the ground state of reality is pixel-like in its quality, meaning that there is a minimal resolution threshold before matter begins to break down into a quantum foam. However, an abrupt change in substance at particular intervals of quantity does not indicate artificiality. It indicates the presence of natural order. The universe is quantized at Planck distance for the same reason we have moons orbiting planets, planets orbiting the sun, instead of a nebulous mist of fragmented particles like at the beginning of the Big Bang, because the universe has become more organized throughout time. I think simulation theory is a perceptual error on the part of humanity. We exist within an insulated bubble of technology, so order to us, for all purposes and intent, is an artificial simulation. We have become detached from the seasonal fluctuation of nature, which is a consequence 
of the natural order found within gravity and electromagnetism. However, that perceptual aberration is incredibly dangerous, not to mention arrogant, as it leads to a psychotic illusion of separation from the origin of life and consequences of nature at a greater time scale. It is similar to how cancer spreads throughout the body. Pockets of cellular tissue become detached in their communication with the whole, eventually resulting in the destruction of its host. Let me be absolutely clear, however, this is not a justification for eradicating humanity off the face of the planet like some kind of parasite. Overpopulation is not an unsolvable problem. We have had methods for diffusing the ecological pressure associated with overpopulation for quite some time that do not involve killing people. Think the colonization of outer space or relocation of a larger population across a more equally distributed landscape. You should be asking why there's more support for depopulation measures than there are for these methods of approach, but that's for another article entirely. My argument is not a justification to cull the herd, especially when that culling is done by the very same people who were responsible for keeping things from getting out of control to begin with. If anything, a reversal of the hierarchy would be justified far before depopulation measures would. This argument is a plea to remain grounded and connected to reality as an entire whole, rather than as it exists for humanity behind a screen, insulated from the fresh air and sunlight that keeps us feeling alive, that keeps us feeling like we are part of something real, something greater than ourselves. It is a plea to remain symbiotically entangled with nature and the ecosystem that we owe our entire existence to.